up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Let's Do a Podcast. My name's Ryan. Ooh, ooh, I'm the ghost of Anthony. Yes, I have the ghost of Anthony today, so it's going to be a really long show because it says it has to do like that before it says anything else. It's going to be very long, people. Ooh, it's part of the whole deal. Oh, let me make this easy and go back into my corporeal form. Okay. We're just back to normal now. <laughs> I can just talk wow. like a normal human being. It's that easy. It's that easy. Yeah, people. just like just like uh, you're like, oh man, like the ghost of my grandma just keeps haunting my uh, haunting my house and you're just like just turn back into your corporeal form. Come on. Come on, what's wrong with you? It's like a, a poltergeist. So easy. It was such an easy solution. I don't know what the deal is. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so first off happy halloween everybody if if you really enjoy this holiday then you know i hope it's a really good one for you you know personally me and my wife we we don't really get that candy yeah get get all the candy do all the halloween things and uh listen to this podcast yes but um yeah, i hope you get to dress up as your sexy whatever uh of your choice yes Male uh, or female. It could be any sexy thing <laughs> that you want. Truly. I, I, yeah. Some of the weird sexy outfits are just, they're getting ridiculous. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm going to be a sexy Jedi for Halloween. So uh, it's like, it's just uh, me just as a Jedi. And, you know, I'm just like sexy Jedi. So it's like, hey, ladies. <laughs> hmm. Or, or dudes, whatever your, uh, whatever hmm. your persuasion is. Hmm. It's like. Look, but don't touch. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'll ask your wife about that later. <laughs> we'll get the uh, real scoop on that. I hope she doesn't listen. <laughs> I, I doubt that either one of our wives listen to our yeah, podcast. I, I may be in trouble if she does. Uh, so before we go any further, of course, well, let's talk about the alcoholic beverage of choice. Yes. So, let's do that. Uh, actually, last night I went over to Steam Theory and... I know that we've talked about their beer before, but we've never actually had it while doing a podcast. So I picked up a pack of the Juicy, or Juice Caboose is their IPA 6% APV 20 IBU. Um, just uh, the description is so, so long for it on their uh, untapped. But pretty much it's just a New England-style hazy IPA with citra, uh, dank hop notes. Oat and wheat were used to provide the cloudiness and texture that are typical of this style. Uh, and then it says, yes, there is a hidden reference to the episode on Bob's Burger. Yeah, I really like the... Well, I haven't tasted it yet, but I do really enjoy the double uh, the double meaning of the of, of the name of this beer. Uh, the number one being that they feel that they are the last to come to market with a uh, juicy uh, a juicy IPA. Uh, and number two, the, uh, the, the reference to the... Uh, if you've seen the... Uh, I believe it's the wine... The wine train episode of Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Where the kids end up back in the caboose and they call it the juice caboose because they... Uh, of course, the kids aren't drinking wine, so that's when they uh, steal all the candy uh, uh, or steal all the chocolate uh, from the font for the for the fondue, I think, or mm-hmm. something like that. 
took a couple of big sips. I really, I, it's, it's actually really juicy. Like, uh, I always hesitate. Like, it always makes me nervous drinking a beer that claims it to be juicy. Because if it's not juicy, then you're just disappointed. Yeah, it's like, uh, you're not delivering on my expectations here. Uh, but juiciness is there. Mm-hmm. The, uh... So I really like the uh, I like I like the juiciness of this. Uh, it does have that flavor profile uh, hanging about in there, but I feel just like I, I'm looking for. I'm sorry, I'm taking some time here looking at the uh, looking for the flavor profile here on Untapped, uh, but I feel like it's missing some body though. Yeah, no, I, I I get that too. I definitely. It's like it's it's like a really light. Uh, juicy IPA. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it doesn't have the it doesn't have the heavy body of your standard. Because uh, if you look for juicy IPA, you kind of get that mouth feel of it, and it feels feels heavy in the mouth. Uh, it kind of coats your tongue a little bit. Uh, you definitely don't get that this uh, with this one. Now, if you're going for if you like a light beer, uh, and you and you like an IPA and it's a juicy IPA, uh, this seems to be maybe the best of all of those worlds. Yeah. <clears throat> Super easy to drink. I yeah. mean, so, so easy to drink. So um, so we'll drink that and throughout the episode, depending how quick we found it. I do have more, but we'll see. Probably not get to that. I, I don't expect this episode to last that long, honestly. Hmm. <laughs> or at least from my standpoint. I can go back into ghost mode and t- to kind of stretch things out yeah, a little bit. It would bit. take us forever. <laughs> <clears throat> So, all right, guys. So that's the beer. Then we're going to talk about beer news. So, like usual, we pulled up the beerinbigd.com. Um, and obviously, like, there's some Halloween events going on. Um, so actually, today, the day this episode comes out, zombie crack release at Hop Fusion. Then the brewery tour at Martin House is the 30th. Um, really curious what that is because uh, I did see uh, something. Uh, so they've, uh, I guess they had a, uh, they were at a competition recently. I saw this on their Instagram, mm-hmm. and they received like really poor marks on one of their uh, competition beers, but the judge refused to taste it. It's like um, I'm just thinking to myself, was it the Thanksgiving beer? Mm. <laughs> which, at which choice, at, at, in which case, you know, good choice for them. Yeah, don't do it. Uh, but they've kind of, uh, I think they've kind of taken that uh, in stride, and they're kind of like making a joke out of it because I have seen that they're like, they're now referring to, or at least in one uh, piece of advertising, they have referred to themselves as uh, Fort Worth's preeminent joke brewery, mm-hmm. <laughs> which kind of is fitting of some of their. Uh, of some of their stuff, because uh, like everybody you talk to, they're like they they are the ones who are like willing to go out on a limb yeah. and do some of the craziest shit. Uh, like I mean, just like Sourfest, like the, oh, some of the yeah. stuff you saw, and uh, like the spicy pickle beer, the Mountain Dew uh, nuclear sour, like you name it. Uh, so, uh, brewery tour, uh, it's got to be something that's going to be very interesting with them. I I gotta look at more details than that because I like I may end up doing that. <laughs> Uh, and then actually on, where did I get the 30th also is Celestial Beer Works third anniversary. It's shocking to think that they've only been around for three years considering they make some of my opinion, some of the best beer in the DFW. Um, so for only being around three years, they're doing fantastic. So if you have nothing else to do, I really, I suggest, I think they still have some tickets available 
look it up. Uh, I, I, I've gone back and forth whether we're going to go or not, but it's kind of our tradition to like stay home and watch classic Halloween movies. So I think we'll just do that. Um, <clears throat> then I think two more things I want to point out is November 6th is the five-year anniversary party for Manhattan Project. And then, of course, Anthony's event, Big Texas Beer Fest. <laughs> I've been talking, you've heard me talking about it all year. Uh, it's still coming. I figured I, I at least have to mention this. Yeah. So those are some of the events. Again, if you want to look them up, go to the uh, beerandbigd.com. You can check out all the events. Um, uh, there's a lot more that I did not mention, but, you know, I, I only have so much time to talk. So moving on to Das Movie. Obviously, because it's always in the title. It's Zombievers. Zombievers. And I had to, as I was watching this, so I did watch this with uh, my wife and my uh, sister-in-law. And we did have a, uh, during the course of the movie, we did have a discussion uh, whether there was only one zombiever or multiple zombievers. Now, this is a question that gets answered over the, during the course of the movie. Yeah. But the question was, is there only one? And, uh, like, it really made me think, would this movie be more, like, would this be more of a threat if it was just the one zombiever? Or uh, if, if is it threatening enough if there's, like, just a bunch of zombievers and there's just kind of, like, cannon fodder? Well, I mean, before we even got that question answered, I figured there was just a bunch of them because in the house you know wherever they live it has the green goo stuff all over it so i was like okay yeah. there has to be multiple and we do see the two uh be just regular beavers in the beginning yeah yeah that's yeah. true so before we get into the likes dislikes i will have to say i'm just gonna jump out and say I, the thing, thing i liked was the opening with uh bill burr and john mayer's character it was fantastic which i just so when we chose this movie uh for for a halloween movie we just kind of chose this one uh, out of the blue, this has been on the radar for mm -hmm. a while. Uh, one that we would eventually like to do, but we were just like, "All right, uh, this seems like about time for uh, a, a zombie movie about zombie beavers." And I had no idea that it fe featured uh, star of star of the Mandalorian, or, or at least uh, 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 one of the stars of the Mandalorian, mm -hmm. uh, guy who plays Mayfield, Bill Burr, and star of the uh, star of his. Uh, several uh worldwide tours and uh blues musician john mayer mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh the i i have to say they have quite the chemistry on screen those guys they're funny as hell together it, it didn't click to me at first that that was john mayer either yeah it, uh the wig and the 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 facial hair that they've got him wearing mm -hmm. it, it was uh <laughs> was after i realized who it was i was like oh yeah okay that's totally john mayer but I was like... Uh, yeah, it took me a few. Actually, uh, my wife had to point out. She goes, oh, that's John Mayer. I'm like, that's John Mayer? Yeah. It's like the, there's the one part in that scene where uh, Will, where Bill Burr, uh, his character says, like, you know, I dated man once. And it seemed like it seemed like John Mayer was kind of like, hey, what about me? It's like, I, 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 like, I like baseball and blah, 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 blah. So another thing is, did you know that the Backstreet Boys were in this? I I question that. I they say they were in this, so but I question that. It says the Backstreet Boys were the Zombievers. 
the, no, the, not the Zombievers, the Zom, Zombear Beaver. Oh, Zom, yeah, Zom, Zombeaver Bear. Bear, 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 whatever the hell that thing is. Uh, Zombie, Zombieaver. Gosh, it almost sounds like we're trying to say something about Justin Bieber, but we're not. <laughs> Bear, Bieber, right, Bear, Bieber, Bieber, but uh, yeah, whenever we saw that they were in this, I was thinking, who the hell are they? I would never guess that it was the bear, but that I don't, I don't that's know. Gotta be, that's got to uh, be a joke because the bear doesn't say anything. No, it it's only in the movie for like two seconds. But but yeah. with all the other people that were in this movie, I'm like maybe at the same time, possibly? yeah, I don't doubt it at all that it could be in there. But yeah, I mean, honestly, the cast wasn't a bad cast. It <laughs> just was a bad movie. I mean, but it's like uh, it's it the really the really it comes down to the question: Was this a bad movie on purpose, or was this a bad movie at like because it's a bad movie? And I think they did that on purpose. Like I think they made it where it's so bad you're wondering this, you know, because most of the time we can point it out of like, oh, it's it's just a bad movie, or oh, this is a bad movie on purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah. But with this. I think they play it off so well, but at the same time, the zombievers and just like the the little things here and there, you're like, "Is this is a joke?" But they're serious about this joke. <laughs> like, well, it's like it's like it really comes down to it's like, is this a movie? Is this a movie like Sharknado, or is yeah. this a movie like yeah. the Mandela Effect, where they were very serious about the concept? Yeah, they were very serious, but you're like, this is comedy. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it. Uh, I, I'm unsure. I truly am unsure because uh, it could easily go either way. Um, okay, so do actually the quick little breakdown of whatever it says. Oh, yeah, we haven't even said what this movie's no. about. Uh, so, Zombievers. So, Rotten Tomatoes gives this one a 71%. Uh, IMDb gives this a 4.8 out of 10. Uh, so, the synopsis for this, uh, if you were to Google, it says college friends find their weekend of sex and debauchery ruined. When deadly zombie beavers swarm their riverside cabin. Uh, Which isn't accurate. Well, it's somewhat accurate, isn't it? Well, not a... a Yes and no. Like, the whole sex craze thing. Uh, At least not at first. Yeah, at first there was no guys, but then... I I don't know. (sighs) That whole thing. Which, okay, I just want to point out, too, that every, like movie that you pick out tends to have some sort of weird sex scene or there's always some sort of like sex related thing happening you know it's like my my select my choice my choice uh methodology is literally a dart throw so i don't know how it happens so funny we sit down and i turn it on or i read the description and hannah she's just like anthony picked this movie right i was like yeah she goes he always picks the movies with like there's always like sex something in it to be fair, to be fair, <laughs> the majority of horror movies features some form of toplessness. Oh well, yeah, yeah, and some, some something something like that. And, uh, and like like uh, they don't typically feature a dude getting his junk bit off, but that was fucking <laughs> wild, out of nowhere too. Yeah. I mean, by his beaver ex girlfriend. Yeah, 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 totally out of nowhere, chews her way through the wooden floor to bite off his dick. Like, yeah, wow. It's like what. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, okay, we got to talk about other stuff before we get to that because that's towards the end of the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, but I'm yeah, like, yeah. I, I was like, whoa. All right. So, what do you want to talk about first? All right. So, just cut into the chase. What did you like about this movie? 
kind of let's, um, let's process our feelings for this movie. I liked how wild it was. You truly, like, in the sense of, like, the whole movie, it's predictable. Uh-huh. But the random shit that happens throughout the whole fucking movie, you're like, uh, it's so wild. Like, I, I laughed probably way too hard whenever the hunter guy, he gets... Oh, Smith, yeah. They're in, like, the old couple's house. Like walking around, and he goes upstairs, and he sees the 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 wife yeah. that's in bed. Oh yeah, because she's in bed after she's been attacked by the beavers, right? Yeah. yeah. And what what did he say again? Like, um, he walks in, he just looks and goes, "Well, that's fucked up," and then closes the door and <laughs> yeah. walks off, and that's it. You're like, "What?" I feel, I feel like because I feel like I've known guys like that, and I feel like that would be totally the reaction. Yeah, and that, that's goes, like totally realistic. He goes downstairs. And he's like, oh, yeah, the house is clearing. The girl's like, uh, where's the wife? Oh, she's upstairs in bed. Well, what's left of her? While well, he's eating chicken. Yeah. And also, she's putting a foot on ice. Like, And he's like, oh, yeah, you want you want a piece of my chicken? <laughs> <laughs> As everybody's getting, like, murdered, and there's, like, body parts and blood everywhere. He's, he's just eating. Yeah, he's stoked he found some chicken in the <laughs> fridge. Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, it's like, these guys don't eat it. Which is, like... And, like, all of a sudden, like, there's... The beaver situation, the first beaver. But then, like, they're all going back to having sex. Like, they're like, "Oh yeah, we just killed a beaver that's still moving and alive." But uh, let's go, let's go bang. I'm like what? <laughs> we, what? The yeah, the whole. This is going to be part. This this is somewhat some of mine, but like, it seems like the movie the movie's in on the joke. Yeah. Uh, like, but yeah, it's like because like especially as we talk about, I'm like, okay, yeah, there's no way it's got to be as we as we think more about it because like this this the trope. Uh, you can and I'm gonna refer to this a little bit later, but like a uh, cabin in the woods kind of talks about the tropes of these horror movies, mm-hmm. particularly these horror movies featuring like the teenagers in the woods, uh, facing some kind of threat. Right. Uh, and uh, it's like there's the, it's the uh, as the as the uh, synopsis kind of refers to is the sex and debauchery of like this week away from school or weekend away from school. And uh, y- yes, they get attacked by monsters, but then they're just going to go and uh, bang one out mm-hmm. <laughs> right after that, after they think they've defeated the monster, uh, which, of course, they haven't because there wouldn't be much movie. Right. Uh, you know, after like the first 20 minutes, it's like they, it's like they killed the zombie. That was the only one. The end. It just it, it just was so wild the whole time. There were down moments. Oh, and the big plot twist. Do you remember what that was? Uh, was the, the big plot twist where they turn into zombievers? No, man. The big plot twist of who slept with her. What's oh. her his name's ex boyfriend? I feel like that was so obvious from I, the picture. I was dying. Whenever they said it, and like. Like they said it, and everything kind of paused for a while. Like you're supposed to be like, <gasps> and then I was like, oh wow, what a twist! I was like, like <laughs> I was like, I kind of put two and two together on that. But I mean, so I, what I really, 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 really liked was, yes, the big picture. You knew it was going to happen, mm-hmm. but no, some of the most wild shit happened trying to get there. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that part. Yeah, this movie is definitely a uh, riff worthy. Uh, the uh, the 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 path they follow is wild. Um, so what about you? So uh, we we I, again we already touched on this a little bit, but the the thing I liked about this movie 
where it, there are some horror movies that like they they the way they snuff out their characters is just like very plain Jane, very boring. And then there's mm-hmm. movies like this where they the way of course there's only in a movie like this there's only going to be only one person who survives. I mean, because there has to be a survivor. There, the 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 monster has to be defeated. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think the I don't think the beavers are actually ever defeated in this movie. I think they just are able to run away from them. Yeah, they just outrun them. The, the zombies, the zombie beavers, are able to take over the world. I guess well, I assume I mean, she didn't even outrun them. Oh no, she, she outran, outran them. them. She didn't outrun a truck. Yeah, she yeah <laughs> she still ended up dying, which which was a which was a running gag in and of itself. That, that was unexpected. Was it though? I, I didn't <laughs> expect them to come back and. Hit her. Yeah, I thought I did think that they weren't coming back into the movie, but uh, the uh, the way they took out the characters and the uh, the way they took out the characters and they all and how they kind of led you to think that the rules of your standard zombie movie do not apply to this, right? Uh, were pretty. It was pretty wild. So the way they uh, the way they snuffed out some of the characters, of course, like uh, the first one being Buck, he gets his foot not he gets his foot not off while they're in the lake. They're swimming, yeah, and uh, they're just kind of swimming after the after the guys come to the lake, and then you just see him get pulled down after uh, Jen, I believe. Uh, she kind of gets uh, like a uh, beaver, I guess, swims past her leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets so he he comes out. He's got his foot in his hand, and he's just kind of like, right. yeah, and uh, and then the dog gets chucked in. The- Dog gets chucked oh, in the water with the beavers. That made me so mad. I was like, "Not the dog! Anything but the dog!" Well, the bloopers make it all better at the end. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty funny. The dog, yeah, the, the, bloopers. the dog didn't mind the the beavers at all. Yeah, he was like swimming all over the beavers. But the uh, but there was that uh, the uh, and then he he eventually dies from his wounds. Uh, you have the neighbors uh, who uh, we never see the gentleman, uh, the husband, get taken out, but we do see him uh, petting his dog. Very cute dog, by the way. And then we see him then uh, two seconds later petting the uh, petting the beaver, which so much. I th- I feel like they were on triple entendre, but uh, at that point. So yeah, I mean, there, there's so many issues with just that scene alone, of like. One, he would notice that his arm has to go a lot further down on top of his dog wasn't, like, moist. You know, like, whenever you see the beavers, they're always wet. They're just always very wet. Very true. And then all of a sudden, he's just petting his dog slash turns into a beaver thing that's very moist, and he didn't even notice. This is like, what? Yeah, but we never, but we, so we, so we notice that we know that there's beaver in the house. We don't see them get taken out. We don't see that the wife get attacked. We just see the after effects of whatever happened there, uh, which I, I was at before that I was thinking to myself, okay, why are they just attacking this place and not attacking the other house? Uh, but we, we then see, uh, we also see during the course of this whole thing at the attack in the, uh, in the lake, we also see, uh, I think multiple others kind of get bit and scratched. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see Jen get, I think she gets, uh, she gets scratched when she's attacked by the beaver in uh, after she runs away, and she ends up in the kitchen. And the beaver, we get like the uh, the movie poster shot where the beaver is <laughs> yeah. like crawling up, and her like she's like sitting on the island, and the creeper's like the beaver is like crawling up towards her, like between her legs. I truly, truly thought he was going to bite her vagina off. I, I thought that's where we were going. <laughs> 
we got that shot, just not in the way we thought we would get that yeah, shot. Yeah, it was. That was a, we. That was a bit of a journey to get to. As that As soon as it was getting there, I was like, "No, please, no! I don't want to see that." <laughs> but it, it was. Uh, I was. I, as I saw that, I was like, "Okay, this is very much like the poster for this movie, where we see the beaver coming up and the 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 sexy outline of the sexy lady with the knife, and then the beaver's just kind of no, no, no. So. Uh, there's that. Uh, so we, we see her get scratched. I think during the course of things though, she doesn't get like a, like fully full on bit. Uh, we get the, my, I feel like the death of the movie though is when Tommy, uh, and, uh, Tommy and Zoe are taking Buck, the guy who had his foot chewed chewed off. Uh, they take the Prius out to take him to the hospital. Tree got, tree got bit knocked down like beavers do. And, uh, he goes to get. I think he gives he gives Zoe an axe. Which do we ever see that axe come back? Do, does she ever use the axe? I can't remember. Yeah, remember at the end. The oh end, yeah, that's the right. That axe. Yeah, uh, but uh, he goes. He's like gonna take the truck and bring it, go go back for or something. But as he's going, he had just the timing. He gets another tree knocked down on him, mm-hmm. and he just like up. Oh, he's dead. So I was like, I feel like that was like the death of the movie because I was like, that was just like the most random way to die, because you, you th- you're thinking to your, you're thinking to yourself, okay, the zombies are just gonna attack directly, but no, beaver's gonna do what beaver's gonna do, zombie beaver or regular beaver, they're gonna chew down some trees, and they've just gained, gained this super super comical sense of timing, and so uh, the the gentleman who just found out his girlfriend cheated on him is now dead because he got crushed by a tree. So it's like that was one of the, the other than other than like all the uh, the beaver jokes. I mean, that that's just the I feel like they just like at the pitch meeting for this movie. They're like, what if and they must have been like either high or drunk make, uh, doing this. But I was like, oh, definitely. What, what if what if we made a movie about like zombie beavers? But we also like joke about it's like, you know, how beaver also is a joke word for like uh, or also like a entendre for another word. Beaver. Get it. <laughs> and and that was the movie. That's how the movie came up. And then the producers gave up their money out of their po- po- out of their pocketbooks. They gave yeah. millions of dollars to make this movie. And uh, and then they found a distributor to distribute this movie. And it ended up somehow on. Uh, well, it is on Amazon. You have to pay to watch it. But it did end up on Tubi, for you, where you can watch it for free. Yeah. And uh, we have this movie now because people spent money on this dumbass idea uh and they filmed it storyboards people and i've done this rant before craft services got up in the morning cut bagels <laughs> for the camera people to make this movie some guy probably threw out his back like building the sets he's like and he's like one day my kid i can't play catch with my kid anymore but they'll see this movie and you'll know it's worth it and uh, <sighs> And he's probably like that. That that was not worth it. That, that was like, Dad, I hate you. <laughs> Stupid zombie beaver movie. So, uh, what do you not like? So, whenever I watch these movies, I try to put. I, I try to fit it. And maybe this arch, this whole archetype system is dumb. And as I'm, because as I'm thinking about this, if you have more than five characters in a movie, the archetype, archetype system doesn't really work all that well. And the archetype system I'm talking about is the. System they use, uh, they reference in Cabin in the Woods, uh, that Joss Whedon movie uh, where they kind of break down 
uh, the whole. I guess I, I haven't seen this movie. You know, Cabin you, in the Woods. Uh, you got to watch it, man. It's yeah. freaking awesome. I need to. It's uh, you know, Chris Hemsworth's in it. Uh, other people are in it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, Chris Those Hemsworth is the one I can think of. Uh, uh, this is like I think around the same time as he did the first Thor movie. Uh, but the uh, in the course of the movie, though, the uh, sacrifices have to be made to the gods. Uh, to appease them and keep them from destroying the world. And it kind of takes the form of these uh, horror movies, uh, which kind of makes you think that anytime you've seen a horror movie, it's just like in this universe, it's just these people kind of getting uh, tortured before they're like killed and sacrificed to the gods. So they don't, but we don't have this like uh, eldritch horror kind of like reach out and like destroy the planet. Um, but the archetypes that they use are like the virgin, the scholar, the athlete, the whore, and the fool. Uh, and so whenever you, uh, whenever you watch these movies, you have somebody who's like the, the innocent, basically the innocent, mm-hmm. typically a girl. Uh, you have the one who's like the smart one yeah, who's able to like kind of figure out what's going on. And you have the one who's like very athletic, very fit. He's able to like kind of muscle and kind of like beat, beat up like the monster, like the Jason, the Freddy Krueger, whoever you have the one who's like the whore who is like basically the one who just wants to have sex all the time and basically drives that kind of activity in the, in the course of the movie. And you have the one that's the fool. You have the one that's like basically the, the idiot who kind of just fucks everything up for everybody else and ends up getting a, a, everybody a killed. Yeah. It's always a dude. Generally a dude. Which makes sense. Yeah, I would, I would love to see these these uh, gender roles flipped in the course of the movie. That would be interesting. It would be. Men, there's always, uh, yeah. In, in a horror film, Make it so there's always like men naked instead of women naked. <laughs> oh, a guy running around topless. Does that work? I don't know. That would be really funny. <laughs> he it's has like, on like, oh no, yeah, like <laughs> acting like it's like inappropriate. But uh, I was, I, I, as I was watching this, I was like, some of these people, I feel like they kind of fit these roles, but like others, I'm just like, I don't know. Uh, like the fool, I'm like, uh, Buck, the guy that wears a beanie all the time. I feel mm-hmm. like he's like. He's your, he's your stoner, stoner. I mean, he never like, you never see him like smoking pot or doing, doing any illicit drugs, but he does wear a weed, uh, like a, a marijuana leaf shirt, I think at one point. And he's always wearing a beanie. So that's really suspect to me. <laughs> it's like people, people yeah. who smoke pot wear beanies. It's a proven fact. Science. <laughs> uh, uh, like for the horror though, like, like your first thought would be like, maybe like, maybe Zoe would be the would be the whore because like she's making all these comments to buck who is her boyfriend right um but you could also argue that mary is uh, is the whore as well because she does sleep with sam the the boyfriend of her of, right. of her best friend um so she kind of is so it's like it was like mm. which one is 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 the whore the athlete obviously it's tommy uh he's a guy wearing a leatherman letterman's jacket Oh yeah. Um, so, like, athlete check for him. Uh, the scholar. Who's the scholar in this movie? Who's the smart one? Who's kind of figured everything out? You could think. You could think to yourself, it's Mary, but also Mar- Mary. Also, maybe. Uh, may- maybe the horror, as we mentioned earlier, because of her transgressions against her friend. Uh, and then the virgin. <laughs> uh, nobody's a virgin in this movie. Uh, the the yeah, only. No. Uh, only in the case of referring to referring to someone as the innocent. Would it be maybe Jen uh, being the virgin? Uh, but the, here's the other thing. The virgin 
is generally the last one to get killed mm-hmm. if she does get killed at all. Uh, that uh, that yeah. is not what happens. No, not not here. So so the lack of these clearly defined roles. I mean, I'm all for th- turning things on their head and kind of uh, just taking t- just taking these things and kind of dis- destroying them and deconstructing them. But like, if we were to break these down, I'm, I'd have to say that Buck is the fool, Zoe would be the whore, the Tommy would be the athlete, Mary would be the scholar, and Jen would be the virgin. Sam. I don't know where Sam would go. Sam's just like a jag off yeah. who got what he deserved. Thousand percent for sure. But he was also like a he was also one of the last characters around, so he's gotta play one of those roles as well. I don't yeah. know where he would go. Maybe maybe he's the man whore. <laughs> he, yeah, he, uh, I would actually say yeah to that. I mean But uh <laughs> Because he's definitely not a scholar. He's definitely not the virgin. He's definitely not the athlete. And he may be the fool. I'm not sure. But Buck is definitely fits that role better than Sam does. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, when, you, when you get down to it, though, the last two, two of the last survivors are like, well, three of the last survivors, I guess, uh, are um, Mary, Zoe, and Sam. Two of those are would fall into the horror category and one of them would fall into like loosely into the scholar category, which Mary would also technically fall into the horror category, which is unusual for them to, for that, that role to make it towards the end of the movie. That's typically one of the first ones to go. Uh, Cause you typically, once the monster, once the monster has kind of arisen, the, uh, any of the sexy times, except for like the, after the first encounter are over. Mm-hmm. So to have them kind of make it past that point, it's just like, okay, what's the utility of this character anymore? They don't, that tone no longer works for the movie. Right. And so it's just, so they went for something different. They went for something different, but you, and I, and again, I'm all for trying something different, but it's got to work. Huh. And it yeah. didn't seem to really work, uh, in that manner. Now, in a lot of places. Yeah. Now Zoe did end up kind of transcending that role a little bit in that she ended up kind of being kind of falling into that athlete role where she was able to kind of beat back, like, uh, I think, well, S- Smith, who I didn't talk, he, I, he didn't necessarily fit into any of the character roles because he's not part of the original group. Uh, but uh, she did kind of fall into that heroic uh, role where she's able to fight off uh, some of the, some of the, uh, the monster there. Right. Uh, she was able to jump out the window, but she doesn't really sacrifice herself for anything. And cause she's, again, she's the one that makes it to the end, to the end before just losing to just fate and happenstance at that point. Mm-hmm. Just to the fact that the guy, the same medical waste company is driving through the area again. So, uh, so yeah, that's my main complaint, I guess. Uh, long story short <laughs> is that like the archetypes don't really work here. And again, I'm taking archetypes from a totally different movie, but they they generally work uh, up across these movies, and it's just like the way they went. If you take these archetypes and kind of like just try to like lay them over and try to make them fit as much as possible, the, the people who made it to the end, it really doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, and I and that's a feeling I got during the course of the movie. Uh, I mean, you would have thought Jen maybe the would have been the one to make it towards the end, and it's kind of a twist that she isn't the one that makes it. Uh, if you if you had me guess at the end of the who would be around at the end of the movie, I would have guessed Jen and Mary would mm-hmm. be the two that are left, uh, and neither of them were there at the end. So that's my that's my complaint on this movie. That's what I didn't like. 
Ryan, what did you not like about this movie? So, what I didn't like, besides the whole movie in a whole, um, man, I, even, even though shit was wild, crazy, all that, I still found myself kind of bored. Um, I, okay, this may have been because I was following it, because I watched this late. Uh, and after I watched half of the new Dune movie, but I was falling asleep during the course of this movie. Like, I kept nodding. It was very difficult to stay awake for this movie. Again, may not be the movie's fault, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm right there with you. It, uh, yeah, I very... It was slow. It was a very slow movie. For, which for a movie that's only like an hour and like seventeen minutes long, I, I know that's it, saying something. It felt so slow. It, uh, did you watch it on? Uh, did you watch it on Tubi? Or I did. So yeah, maybe the commercials didn't help. That's <laughs> true. Stretch I, it honestly, out a bit. I I was actually thankful for the commercials because I was like, okay, I kind of decided like every time there's a commercial, I'm gonna get up because I was just like, if I don't, uh, I just I think it would have been felt worse. Um, so I, and I feel like that's always my biggest complaint. You know, if, if I just feel bored or like it's so, if, if to me, if it feels like a long movie, that's not a good thing. Yeah. You know, it's so like if, if you can feel the slow passage of time as the, as you sit there staring at the TV screen and you can feel the sands falling through the glass and you then <laughs> find yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm glad that I waited to watch it until this morning. Cause I think if I were to watch it last night, I would have passed out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a, uh, yeah, that's where my problem lies. So there we go. That That's my dislike for that movie. Boring. Yeah. Wah, wah. Um, anything you want to talk about before we rate this guy? So we do have a guest. Uh, oh, a, a guest. Yes. Oh my god! We gosh. do have a guest for this uh, this movie here. This has been uh, so awkward. They've so, been sitting right there the whole time. Yeah, I forgot. Well, <laughs> so we have. Uh, what's I actually don't know his name. So his name is uh, Sir Reginald Beaverton. Mm, he yes. did play Beaver Number Three okay. in Zombievers. So Sir Reginald Beaverton, uh, how are you doing today? Well, I'm doing quite fine. Thank you very much. So, uh, how was it filming this movie? Oh, this movie. Uh, to get through this, uh, so this was back in 2013. This movie, of course, was released in 2014. But, right, right. Uh, back in 2013 filming this, it was such a trial. The, uh, the actors, I don't even remember their names. They don't talk to me anymore. They, uh, they didn't even treat me like a actor, like Ugh. a fellow thespian. Uh, the this was just so difficult. They they treated me like I was some kind of monster. I mean, you were playing a monster, so it might have thrown them off. Yeah, but it's just the makeup. Right, right. So uh, I have heard that you were in other movies. Can you talk about those? So, so as a as a uh, as a thespian beaver mm-hmm. uh, one is able to uh as as one is able to play uh as you humans are able to play like roles from like 14 to 34 right. i'm able to play roles from 
zebra to a llama. Ze- wow. I have a very wide range. That's that's incredible. I would have never guessed. But I would say my most famous role I was about outside to ask of this movie yeah. would be the groundhog from Groundhog Day. I oh. worked myself and Bill Murray. We are still very close. Oh, yeah? We work still together hang out? very well. We still hang out. Oh, uh, we just play golf. We just played golf together last oh. Thursday. Uh, and it's, it's really great. He'll, he's, I'm one of his only golf uh, fellow golf friends right now because, you know, beavers don't get COVID. So. Oh, wow. That's pretty incredible. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's quite fortunate for me. So uh, <clears throat> what was it like? Did you have any kind of close relationship to anybody uh, while filming this movie? Well, gentlemen never tells. Oh, man, I'm trying to get that inside scoop. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, people. I can't get that for you guys. <laughs> Um, what else would you like to share about this movie before we, we let you, I, I know you're a very busy beaver. Um, <laughs> oh, very funny, sir. Very <laughs> Thank funny. You. Thank you. Uh, so I will say, um, uh, but just, uh, I, uh, be, being one of the stars of this movie and I do count myself as one of the stars of this a movie. thousand percent. I still can't believe they, in Hollywood, they allowed this movie to be made. I mean, I got a paycheck from this. But uh, this really encouraged me to get back to my roots and go back to working in the Shakespearean theater mm. and really working the classics. Uh, I t- of course, I teach, uh, I teach theater uh, in, uh, in, uh, in uh, NYU now. Wow. Yeah. Yes. That's, uh, that's pretty incredible. Sorry, uh, it's, uh, this, was, this was my last film, so I'm a, I'm a professor emeritus. So, I mean, okay, so actually I do have one more question for you. Oh, of course. Um, do you still make dams? That is a very, that's a very big assumption, sir. Oh, sorry, is that offensive? <laughs> I don't no, know no, no, much. all beavers do dams, so. Okay, no, I'm sorry. I, I don't know, <laughs> I haven't read up in my beaver knowledge, so... Uh, I didn't know beforehand that we were having you on. So that no, is, I'm, that I'm is just kidding. Of course, fault. I build dams. That's, where do you think I live, sir? Okay. Uh, actually, at least based off the movie, beavers don't live in dams. Well, so I do live in my lodge, but the dam is right next, uh, right down the stream, sir. Okay. Well, that is fantastic information. Thank you so much for carving out this small amount of time to hang <laughs> out with us. Thank you for us. having me. And uh, so we'll go ahead and uh, let you go, and we can get Anthony back in the room. <laughs> All right, toodaloo. <laughs> All right, so I'm back. Did the, I'm sorry, I, I had to step out. Did I, I totally missed that interview. We'll never get another famous person on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it was butchered. I did such a bad job interviewing. Uh, I, I, well, I'm sure you did great, man. I'm sure I, you did great. I, I, uh, I was, you know, I, I was nervous that Beaver was sitting there silently the whole entire time. I forgot he was there. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, there, well, dude, wow. there's just like a large beaver in the room. I, I was very nervous because I made a joke and he, uh, I think he liked it. So maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll get some good feedback and get yeah, more Maybe we'll return, yeah. So. Um. <laughs> <laughs> We're so dumb. <laughs> Honestly, that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> so um, let's, let's go on to the ratings. All right. Is this a cheers or party foul? Oh man! So this is this is a movie I definitely wish uh, you and I had watched together. So we did watch this solo, right? I, I definitely wish we had watched this together. <laughs> the because uh, I do think this is more of a party movie mm-hmm. uh, where you're uh, again where you're just like riffing with friends. This is probably even with a movie that is purposely like this. Uh, now all movies are purposely like they are, but uh, even with a movie that is in on the joke, I mm-hmm. feel like I feel like just like throwing popcorn at the screen and just kind of making jokes at the uh, expense 
of the characters, I feel like that's where this true strength of this movie lies. Uh, but uh, if you're Googling Halloween movies, uh, bad bad Halloween movies uh, to watch, uh, this comes up on the top of the list. That's how I found this one. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, and I, I really agree with that. Now, if we're just judging this film on its merits alone, I, I do agree with uh, Sir Reginald Beaverton over here uh, that, uh, that I, I don't know how this movie got made. Uh, I don't know yeah. who forked over the money to film this and what their goal was. Uh, so I give this, uh, again, this is on the knife's edge, but I give this a party foul. I agree with that. Uh, and pretty much everything that you just said of, I think if we were to watch it together, I might have a different opinion, but separately, it just, it was hard to get there. It just was. I just felt bored. Even the wild things, I would kind of like... Cardinal's, cardinal sin of any film. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, you know, and you're watching a wild things happen where I kind of laugh. I'm like, wow, that's fucking nuts. But then, I, like... Again, we did get to see a uh, beaver lady chew another dude's dick off. It was wild. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just like... There's just, like, the little things are like, oh, shit, that's fucking wild. But then you're like, all right, back to being bored. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, and we see a bunch of beavers in the dark, and we never see what happens with them. Yeah, so. Although, although, I didn't even mention this. Okay, my favorite scene, my favorite scene mm-hmm. towards the end of the movie, where we see the uh, the husband of the next door neighbor and a beaver uh, chewing on the tree down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to, to And they, it totally misses the truck. Uh, but... That was a totally a gratuitous scene. It was not yeah. necessary, but I did appreciate it. Yeah, and I, I, I was like, thank you, movie. That was funny as hell. <laughs> we just get the shocked look of the... Uh, I'm pretty sure I've seen the actor, uh, in that act, that particular actor, yeah, uh, in other movies. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm sure he's a character actor for other stuff, but uh, him and a puppet beaver uh, just kind of looking surprised that they didn't chew down the tree in time to <laughs> get the truck. Which, again, these... Beavers seem to have an uncanny sense of timing. Yeah. And that's not even mentioning the whole tail thumping thing with the girl, which no. her tail looked gnarly as hell. No, I don't want to. <laughs> We're moving on. So um, there you go. If, if you want to watch this with some friends, maybe give it a try. But yeah. um, if you're solo, just just don't do it. Yeah. Watch it with some friends. If you, if, if you have some friends who are... Uh, don't like any like actual horror movies, any of your classic like Children of yeah. the Corn or yeah. like Halloween or anything like that. Then watch this with them. Uh, yeah. Everybody, you may you may get a laugh. It's uh, it, this this movie is a uh, is a joke. It knows it's a joke. Uh, it's 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 probably fun in a crowd. Yeah, and I know that we have some listeners that they watch the movie before they listen to the podcast. So if you did that, I want to know if you disagree with us. Yeah. So let us know. Let us yeah. hear about it. So we're pretty much done this this beer. Let's talk about this beer before we do our thing of the day and then skitty on out. All right. So my opinions on this beer. So as I continue to drink it, it, it this is remarkably uh, consistent throughout its entire uh, mm-hmm. throughout throughout its entire uh, uh, drink here. Right. Uh, it stayed light. It has some bitterness. A lot. IBU twenty. So it's it's right on point with what oh, it's, yeah. what it says it is. Uh, the juiciness is not overwhelming. I didn't get like hints of like some, with some stuff you get a very strong pine, very strong, like uh, pineapple. Mm-hmm. Um, 
It was a very light juiciness, uh, but it is a very light beer. It's a it's a light IPA. Uh, it, it doesn't say the thing is it just doesn't say that on the can. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't expect it to be a light IPA. If you if it says like if it said light IPA, uh, I probably number one I would have expected it. Number two, uh, if it said light IPA, I probably would have been uh, I would be less likely to purchase it because I'm not a huge fan of light beers. Uh, so. Maybe maybe my suggestion would be that they do a light beer. So they they labeled this a juicy caboose light, uh, light on the uh, light on the uh, light on the caboose light on the caboose there, which uh, it may be it may, they may not be able to call it a light beer because it may not be the uh, typically when it's referred yeah. to as light it's light on calories as well yeah. and this def- it may not be I'm not it, sure probably so. not. So what would you rate it? Uh, as a as someone who is uh, somewhat prejudiced against light beers, I would say I'd probably give this one maybe a three and a quarter at most. Okay, I mean I pretty much agree with a lot of that. Um, I enjoy that it was just kind of a lighter. Uh, you know, wherever you pour it, it looks very heavy, very cloudy. You know, all mm-hmm. all the classics on. Okay, so it's gonna be like. The heavier haze, but it was so simple to yeah. drink. I kind of enjoyed that. It's kind of I feel like that hit what I wanted today. Um, but out of the ones that I've had, you know, just just thinking of everything. I mean, I would probably give it three and a half for okay. me. I I still enjoyed it. I would, you know, depending what the day looked like. If it was warm outside, I would get this if we went there because be like, oh, it's still. An IPA, that's a haze, but it's really light. It's easy for me to drink if it's too hot outside. So, there's what I think. And so, we'll move on to our thing of the week. So. Yes. I'm going to suggest, since, you know, we're in the holiday right now. This is the beginning of our holiday fiasco, which I like to say. Uh, holiday fiasco. I like that's That's very accurate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because we got Halloween, we got Thanksgiving, we got Christmas, we got New Year's. It's basically this. We basically got the situation going on until March, right? Yeah, like yeah. I'm. It, it, yeah. So I, this is the beginning of the fiasco. So um, that has nothing to do with what my thing of the week is, but so on the con not concept the um, um um oh I lost my train of thought the theme. The theme of Halloween. I'm going to suggest a horror, horror game. Because I've been gaming a lot lately. So it's called Dead by Daylight. Ooh, I've heard of this, but I don't know anything about it. So you get to be the classic killers. And you just go around. There's like four people trying to... um, pretty much escape like they have to fix uh like generators they have to do like a bunch of different kind of things and you're like you're either the survivors trying to get away from the classic like the you know i think they have uh, i might be wrong and if my buddy listens to this podcast he's gonna get so mad but uh i think they have like freddy krueger they have pinhead they have whatever not it but there's like another creepy ass clown like just a bunch of different classic horror film people in this game um so yeah you can either be one of the four survivors trying to get out before you die or you're actually 
you can be the killer and try to kill all four people before they can get out. So uh, I think it's a fun game. I've played it twice. I know it's not much. But like I'm not a big horror horror fail, horror person. But uh, I, I suggest you know if you if you're like you know what I'm just gonna play video games for Halloween, eh, try it out. You might like it. So you're right there. Yeah. So I'm I'm just googling and looking at these monsters here. Yeah, Freddy Krueger is like it seems really interesting. I'd never thought of him being like I, I know that the uh, they have the uh, the uh, Halloween uh, video game mm-hmm. with Jason, basically where you uh, have a similar concept, where you where one player plays as Jason and the other uh, the other people play as like the campers at the uh, at the camp that Jason uh, attacks. Right, and so uh, it's really interesting that uh, to see that kind of uh, trope played, but played with monsters with different powers, and so there's different strategies to kind of. Uh, uh, approach that so I, I, that, that'd be really interesting i should i'm gonna google that uh, or uh, hit it up on youtube and see if i can watch some uh, let's play videos because yeah. it's really interesting to me uh i know if you have the game pass for xbox it's free so mm, okay i may need to re-get that because i totally shut it off yeah because <laughs> uh, i've just been waiting for the new halo game to come out so oh yes whenever that happens so uh so my thing of the week so I've been, I've been doing a bunch of stuff. Uh, I've been, uh, I've, I've gotten into some hobbies recently. I've gotten into some media stuff. I'm going to focus on the media stuff and I'll talk about the hobby stuff later. Okay. Uh, but, uh, so the media stuff I've gotten into is, uh, I've, I've gotten into improving my media experience at my house. Uh, and, uh, one of the things I've done is, uh, I've, so I've already got the surround sound, the whole thing. I've got the, you know, you've got the screen set up, you've got the good visuals. Uh, how do you improve that? Uh, have you ever heard of like the Philips Hue lights? Yeah. So this is not that, but this is a cheaper version of that. Uh, so, uh, I, I was doing research and if you, uh, if you look at Philips Hue, so the whole thing with Philips Hue, it's like you put these LED lights on the back of your TV, you just mm-hmm. kind of like stick them on there, uh, and you plug in this USB thing and it ends up costing like $600, uh, basically, uh, backlights, uh, based on backlights, your TV based on what's going on on the screen, right. uh, through like your HDMI stuff, but it like really limits your ability to put stuff in and, out, uh, do inputs and outputs on your TV. And I was like, not about the limit. Uh, that stuff on my television. Uh, so uh, as I kept doing my research, I found on Amazon, there's a company called Govee uh, that uh, I'm pretty sure it's a company out of either Korea or China or something like that, that they had a, a, have a system that's like, instead of being like $600, it's like $60. Hmm. And then I got a coupon on Amazon for even cheaper. So it's like $40. Nice. Uh, and basically it's the same damn thing. LED lights, uh, it, but instead of having uh, HDMI that kind of limits what you can watch and not watch and what responds to the lights, uh, it you get a camera that it just kind of attaches and you calibrate it to the TV and it just kind of watches the TV for you, uh, and then it just kind of colors everything behind it. I uh, I, I may post a video of this later, uh, but uh, basically what it does is uh, say you're watching like a. Uh, Star Wars. Uh, so, you, so you're watching Rogue One. Uh, 
mm-hmm. uh, and everybody's favorite scene. I have to assume everybody's favorite scene of uh, of Rogue One. I'm I'm sure you're I'm sure you know what this is. It's the scene where Darth Vader uh, like ignites his lightsaber and like totally just uh, demolishes all the rebel troopers, mm-hmm. right? So as you're watching that, these uh, these immersion lights, if you're not familiar with what they are, I totally Google it. Uh, but, uh, the coolest thing ever is it's like, it's like all this fighting's going on. You see some flashing with the LEDs and then you see, you hear the breathing Darth Vader walking up and then all of a sudden he lights his lightsaber. The entire wall behind my TV lights up red. Mm-hmm. So fucking awesome. That is cool. And it's like, it was like chills. It's like that movie, that, that part of that movie is already pretty freaky. And then you get like the entirety of almost like half of your room lights up the color of the lightsaber. It's like earth shattering. Uh, and so I've gotten to use this with a bunch of other t- uh, TV shows and it just kind of adds to the ambiance of what you're watching. It's really cool. Hmm. It's not, uh, compared to, compared to other solutions, not that expensive. Uh, uh and, uh, in the spirit of the uh, the holiday season, your Halloween moving into your Christmas seasons because it's it's coming, guys. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, uh, but if you have a special someone who uh, is looking for that sort of thing, looking for to like just kind of take it up another notch in their media experience, totally recommend it. It took me like maybe 30 minutes to set it up. It was pretty awesome. Hmm. Um, check it out. The Govi immersion lights. That's my thing of the week. They're pretty darn awesome. Nice. There you go, guys. Uh, you want to yell out all of our socials and then we can get out of here? Uh, there is the Facebook. Uh, there's the Instagram. The Facebook is Let's Do a Podcast. The mm-hmm. Instagram is Let's Int the Pod. If we posted anything on it, I haven't done that recently because I've been very lazy. Uh, the, uh, yeah. Uh, what else is there? The Twitter, I let's mean, tweet a pod. Yeah. Uh, that has been defunct for a while, too. We don't really use that. We don't and use it anywhere slide, else. Slide, fa- just go on Facebook. Let's do a podcast on Facebook. If you really want to email me, I don't know why you would. It's let's do a podcast 89 at gmail.com. I thought it was 22. Maybe it's 22. Yeah, let's do a podcast 22. Oh, jeez. Yeah. 22. Yeah. That sounds right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, that's why we don't hear from anybody. Wild. This is wild. All right, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you. I hope you have a happy Halloween, and we'll check on you guys later. Ooh, happy Halloween.